Have you ever looked at an old photo of yourself and thought, wow, I look so skinny in that picture. I would love to weigh that or weigh what I weighed then. But then you remember when the picture was taken and you remember that you felt self-conscious then. You wanted to lose weight then. And you were thinking then that, quote, I'll be happy when I'm X weight or when I lose 10 pounds, then I'll feel better about myself. How much of our lives we spend living for when? We're chasing the horizon of happiness. How much time do we waste just focusing on when and never focusing on now? Today, we're going to talk about how living for when actually hurts you and what you can do right now to start living and loving your body and feeling happy today. Are you ready? Let's get after it. Do you ever feel like you know all the diet rules about eat this, but not that, and so you know what to do, but you just have a hard time actually doing it? I'm here to tell you, you are not the problem. Hi, I'm Lizzie. Welcome to the Confident Body Podcast, where we talk about all the mental and emotional parts of weight loss that diets don't tell you. It's time to step past the shame and the guilt from old diets and stop feeling like you're waiting to lose weight in order to fully participate in life. If you're ready to drop the diet mindset and learn what it takes to truly feel happy and confident in your own skin, you're in the right place. Let's get started. All right, all right, all right. Hello, how are you today? Today, we are gonna talk about living for when. Oh, man. I remember when I was kind of in my P90X phase, if you've heard of that, that's the, you know, beach body, um, great videos, etc. But you know, I really got kind of taken in and captured by the after picture, you know, the before and after pictures. And I was like, okay, I'm gonna aim for that after picture. I was so impressed by the transformations that these people could have. And so, you know, my husband and I set up, we're going to, okay, 90 days, we're going to do this. And we take the before picture and then we take the one month picture and then the two month picture. And at the end of three months, we took the picture and I was like, I guess I look better and that's good. But I, I, I felt like I hadn't actually achieved the after picture. I was still, you know, kind of pushing for like, well, I don't look like what they look like in the commercials. So let's keep going. And so we did another 90 days. And um, that was great. Like we were getting in pretty good shape. But, you know, the pictures weren't really changing, at least not to as much to my satisfaction as I wanted them to be. And I found myself kind of like on this treadmill of like, I'm just not there yet. And we we constantly do this to ourselves. I can't tell you how many clients have said to me, Lizzie, I was looking at this picture of myself uh, from 10 years ago when we went on this trip. And uh, I can't believe how good and how skinny I look in that picture. And yet I remember how I felt on that trip. I was really self-conscious. I didn't want to wear my swimsuit. And, you know, I hated the clothes that I brought with me because I didn't feel like I looked good. I felt like I needed to lose 10 pounds then. And now if I weighed what I weighed then, I would be ecstatic. But I wasn't happy then. And I'm definitely not happy now. And we, we continue to chase this, like, I'll be happy when I lose 10 pounds. I'll feel better about myself when I lose weight. And that actually ends up hurting ourselves. In addition, the idea that you can look back at a picture of yourself when you were skinnier and you remember not feeling good about yourself then, that is like visual proof that the number on the scale is not what makes you happy. If you were not happy then at a lower weight, 
What makes you think that it is the number on the scale that's going to make the difference? Because it's not. It's between your ears. When we strive for that when, you know, I'll be happy when I lose 10 pounds or so forth. Number one, it's not your fault. We, we are set up to have this kind of mentality. We live in a very driven, achievement-oriented culture. We're taught to like sit quietly and get that A on the paper, get the A on the test, and it is, it is embedded in how we grow up in today's always striving, always hustling for enough, that we think that our happiness lies on the other side of the finish line. I'll be happy when I get an A on the test. I'll be happy when I graduate with a 4.0 and get into the good college. Then I'll get be happy when I get the good job. I'll be happy when I find the right partner. I'll be happy when I lose the weight. We're always striving for when I fill in the blank. When do we ever get to be happy now? When does that ever happen? And the answer is, we're always striving for something out there on the other side of a finish line in the horizon. But whatever we practice is what our brain learns how to do. So when you practice, I'll be happy when I lose the weight or, you know, get the job, whatever it is, you know, that teaches our brain to memorize the feeling that happiness is out there and not here. So that when you do lose the weight and the scale says the magic number that you've been looking for, your brain only knows how to be happy sometime in the future, not today. So the scale can say the number that you're looking for, but you've not taught your brain, your brain doesn't know how to feel happy about it today. Okay, sure, maybe like the scale says a number, you're like, yay, for a minute, and then you get used to it. And then that number becomes your new normal. That's called hedonic adaptation. <laughs> That's called hedonic adaptation. Woo, try saying that three times fast. Hedonic adaptation. There we go. Basically, what that means is you strive for something, you reach an achievement, and then your achievement becomes your new normal. You get used to it. And so that your kind of happiness level reverts back to baseline. And so if you've taught your happiness level to always be, I'm not happy now, I'll be happy someday in the future, then that is what you will feel no matter what the scale says. Actually, Sean Aker is a fancy pants uh, Harvard professor, and he wrote a great book about this called Chasing the Horizon. He's got a good quote. He says, our goalposts for success keep getting pushed farther and farther out so that happiness gets pushed over the horizon. Basically, I totally recommend this book, Happiness Advantage. Um, basically, he talks about that we, we teach ourselves to be happy someday in the future, and therefore we never learn how to be happy now, and the, the finish line keeps moving. And the way to genuinely be happy is to learn happiness first and then success. We, 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 we think that I'll be happy when I'm successful, and the true formula is I'll be successful when I'm happy. So we gotta learn to be happy now, whatever you practice, you get more of. So if you're practicing waiting for someday to be happy, that's what your brain will learn. We learn the pattern of striving, of chasing, of hustling, but we don't learn the pattern of enjoying, of being in the happiness now. And if you think about it, what is it exactly that we're chasing, that we're striving, that we're hustling for? Is it happiness? Is it enoughness? When do we get to arrive? When do we get to arrive? And you may be thinking that, you know, your body image doesn't necessarily have a huge impact on your overall success, that like you can still lose weight 
and um, you know the, the way that you feel about your body sometimes can even drive you if you're feeling bad. Sometimes we think that chastising ourselves will strive uh, will push us to strive harder and, and get further. But actually, I would say a healthy body image is not vain. It's not shallow. It's not no big deal. A bad body image keeps you playing small. For example, I had a client who wanted to apply for a job, but she was worried that nobody would listen to her because her size meant that she had no self-discipline. So in her case, having a bad body image held her back from going for the things that she wanted. I had another client that wanted to start a YouTube channel for her business, but she was afraid of what people would think about her size. And so that held her back. I had another client who was in a loving relationship, uh, but she felt discontent because she held herself back from her partner physically because she didn't like the way she looked. She described herself as puffy. So a bad body image can impact your relationships by preventing you from showing up fully and enjoying everything that this life can offer. So what do we do about this? How do we stop living for when? And how do we start living for now? So here's some suggestions. First of all, I want you to change your vernacular. Words matter. Like words really matter a lot. What you think makes a difference. So instead of telling yourself, I'll be happy when I lose weight, try telling yourself, I choose to be happy while I'm losing weight. There are always things that you can find to appreciate about your body. Your legs get you to where you want to go. Your arms allow you to hug your family. Your eyes get allow you to see smiles. There's so many things that you can choose to appreciate and be happy about related to your body while you're losing weight. You get to choose your thoughts. Now, having negative thoughts is normal. It's okay. You don't have to make them go away. Remember, we are our brains are default setting to look for what's wrong because of the back in the caveman days, the person, the, the cave gal who was looking for what's wrong with the environment was the one who survived long enough to pass down her genes. So our brains are wired to look for what's wrong, either in the environment or in, in this case with ourselves. So having a negative thought about your body is not the problem. That's going to happen. Expect it. You don't have to make them go away, but use those negative thoughts about yourself to your advantage. Use them as a signal, as an invitation, as an opportunity to change the channel to something more positive. Now, this could begin to sound a little bit like affirmations, like, I love my body. That's not where we're going with this. It can be a, it can backfire when you kind of go from a negative thought to a quote unquote positive affirmation that doesn't feel true. So it's very important to when you're using that negative thought as an invitation to change the channel to something more positive, it's very important that that more positive thought is still something that feels believable to yourself. So here are three specific hacks to feel more love for your body today in a way that feels true and reasonable and not like you're trying to lie to yourself and just like put ice cream over a a pile of poo-poo. So here are those three hacks. Number one, use the word but. The word but basically negates everything that was said before it. So like imagine you uh, were in a romantic relationship and your partner comes to you and says, honey, I love you, but you know, whatever they say after that kind of negated the whole I love you part because you're going to fixate on the whatever they said after the word but. So the word but can actually be very powerful. Let's use it to your advantage. So 
If you're having a negative thought about your body, use the word but to turn that towards something a little bit more positive and negate that negative thought. So for example, I don't like the way I look in that picture, but I've made a lot of progress today. Or I wish I hadn't eaten that cookie, but I'm learning my triggers and I'm making progress all the time. So use that negative thought to your advantage and use the word but to negate it and turn it towards something a little bit more positive. Okay, so number two, the second hack for how to feel more love for your body today is to use the phrase, even though, blank, blank, blank. So for example, even though I feel like my arms are a little bit flabby, I appreciate my arms because they allow me to hug my partner. Or even though I feel like my rear end is a little bit big in these pants, I feel really grateful that I am strong and I can you know, get to the places where I want to go. Or even, I'm just riffing here, even though I kind of ate more than I wanted to last night, today is a new day and I'm learning all the time. Or even though I ate more than I wanted to last night, I'm learning how to let go of shame and give myself compassion and love myself through this process. Or even though I'm not where I want to be yet, I am figuring it out all the time. And I love myself enough to give myself the grace to figure it out. So use the phrase, even though, whatever the negative, you know, the negative thought, even though X, Y, Z, then turn it around to something that feels a little bit more positive. But again, feels true. It's not some airy-fairy affirmation thing that's lying to yourself. Make sure it feels true. And finally, your third hack for turning around your thoughts to feel more love for your body today is to use the phrase, I'm open to the idea that. So if you do like affirmations, which is great, there's, but, but sometimes like there's an affirmation that you don't quite believe yet, use the phrase, I'm open to the idea that. And then you can use your thing that you're striving for in place of that. So for example, I'm open to the idea that one day I can grow into the version of me that feels strong and confident. Or I'm open to the idea that one day chocolate won't be such a trigger for me. I'm open to the idea that one day I might actually enjoy eating salad for lunch, something like that. Everything is an opportunity to just kind of brainstorm what are ways that you can shift your thoughts a little bit towards something that feels more positive. Listen, whatever you're looking for, you'll find it. So look for what's right about you. You are a masterpiece, a piece of the master. You are a uniquely perfect representation of the divine and you are completely worthy just as you are. All right, so our one tiny confident body action step for this week to put into practice is, ready? Number one, choose one statement that feels moderately true. For example, I'm making progress every day or I'm learning more about myself all the time or I'm willing to figure out how to love myself or this one I really like. Like anything, weight loss is a skill I can learn, and I'm really good at learning new things. I love that one. All right, so that's step one, is choose a statement that feels moderately true. Then step two is, whenever you notice a negative thought this week, welcome that thought, it's normal, it's okay, and then add the word but to your negative thought and place your sentence that you found in step one at the end of your new statement. So perhaps the negative statement is, um, I don't like the way my arms look in this shirt. But like anything, weight loss is a skill I can learn and I'm really good at learning new things. 
So take that negative thought, use it as an invitation to turn things around, put the word but in there, and then add your positive statement towards the end. So it's like a math equation almost. Old negative statement plus the word but equals new higher vibe true feeling statement. All right, love that stuff. Listen, we've all grown up in a culture that is always hustling. We've been taught to go on this external hunt to look for something outside of ourselves to feel worthy, to feel enough, to feel better. And sometimes losing weight can feel like the doorway to our worthiness. It feels true. But beliefs are just thoughts that we've repeated over and over again. And thoughts are just sentences in our minds. That doesn't make them true. What if you were taught something that isn't true? What if your worthiness, your enoughness is already there? It's not on the other side of some finish line. What if it's not outside you or something that you need to strive for at all? Because you already have it. You already are it. Your challenge is simply to receive it. Your quest is to accept that you are enough. Your worthiness is like the sunshine. It always shines. It just seems like it comes and goes from your perspective here on earth, but it's always there and you can choose to turn away from it or turn towards it and soak it in. But it is always there. You are always worthy and you have the power to create your own reality. If you want to lose weight, great, but don't do it to find your worthiness because it's not there. It's not on the other side of that finish line. It's already inside you. All right. That's what I got for you today. You are awesome. If there is anything in this episode that has helped you today, I would love it if you would share it with one person. Like think of a specific person. What is that person's name? Share it with them. Because if if my words, if these podcasts can just make one person feel a little lighter, like they're not the problem, like maybe it's not their fault and maybe there is hope, then that counts as a win in my book. So please share it with just one person. That would just make my day. I so appreciate you. And also check out my book. It's called You Are a Miracle. It's on Amazon. It's about basically all of the stuff underneath diets, the mental and emotional side of weight loss that diets don't tell you. Plus there's the uh, imperfect weight loss toolbox there at the end to help you with things like weekends, travel, um, holidays, things like that. So go check out my book titled You Are a Miracle. And remember, love yourself because you are enough right now, today. That's it for today. Have a great week. Thank you so much for listening today. Seriously, I know it's not a small thing and I genuinely appreciate it and I hope it helped you. Make sure you head on over to confidentbody.coach slash tips and sign up for my seven top tips for little shifts that create big results so that you can start feeling confident in your body right now. I will see you next week. And until then, remember, you are a miracle.